Welcome to the Synapse Nips podcast, where we explore the power of health and healing. On this podcast, we will be talking with health experts, professionals, and leaders about hot topics in the world of health. Whether it's tools to help you flourish, successful stories to inspire, or tips to optimize your health, Synapse Nips is here to help you take the first steps towards living your best life. Welcome to Snap Snips. I'm Dr. Troy Spurl with Dr. Josh Wallert and Marquis. Uh, we're here today to talk about how to get unstuck. So I personally think this is a huge topic, and uh, the people that come to Synapse who go through our programs, they attend a, a mindset class that I give, and this is one of the key topics in it. And so in that class, I talk a lot about uh, just climbing a mountain, and people you know, if you've ever gone mountain climbing, you climb up a little bit and you get to a peak and you feel pretty good about yourself. But then if you keep going, there's going to be a little valley and darkness of that valley that you have to get into. And some people will stay in the darkness of that valley the entirety of their life when they get given a diagnosis or something bad happens. And then their entire life from then on becomes about that moment mm -hmm. and they never move. They're stuck. They're stuck in the darkness of that valley. They're stuck in their their disease, if you will, or their, their, their surroundings in their life. They're, they're just stuck. So a lot of what we do here and uh, just in general with people is to help them get unstuck. That's why they're here for their health, right? So first of all, let's just start with uh, you, Dr. Josh, and just talk about um, a little bit about what you notice with from a patient perspective. And then Marquis, I'm going to have you chime in because you do the exact same thing with with staff, with people, <laughs> how to get unstuck. Also, as a coach in sports, mm -hmm. that's what you're doing with kids all the time, help right. them get out of their own way. Yeah. And so I just want you guys to kind of talk a little bit, but let's start with you, Josh. First, just yeah. people getting stuck. Well, I think mindset in general is an, an overlooked but critical key to the, especially for chronic health issues, for, for improving and getting over chronic health issues. People get into a unconsciously into a mindset that 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 their their illness, their sickness is their identity, and that it's meant to stay that way. Yep. And having that thought, I actually talked to my kids about this too. If you think that you're going to feel bad, mm -hmm. you're probably going to feel bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you wake up and say, you know what, even if I don't feel good, I'm going to have a good day. You're probably going to have a better day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're priming the pump. You are. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because the this goes back to. And that this sounds derogatory in a way, the placebo effect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. It's not a it's not a bad thing to have a placebo effect. No. Right. It just means that the that a person's brain is going to attach itself to a positive outcome. Yeah. If I think that I'm gonna get better with this thing, what is it, thirty percent of people improve just with a placebo effect or something yeah. like that? It's yeah. a huge Yeah, become a master of the placebo effect. Exactly. What, yeah, why not? Right. Exactly. That yeah. and it's not meant to be bad. It's not mean that you're tricking yourself. You're training your brain, like you said, to get unstuck out of those unhealthy thought patterns. Yeah. One of the best compliments I ever got was from my sister who called me an inverse paranoid. Basically, she's like, you think the whole world's out to help you, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'll, I'll take it. That's <laughs> true, though. I mean, that the paranoia, which we do see with, with some of these chronic health conditions, again, unconsciously, that's just yeah. something that does happen. That fosters a mindset of distrust 
And if you're not going to trust anybody, including people who are there to help you, you're not going to receive help even from yourself. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah Marquis, what do you notice as far as just helping um, or not just helping yet? We'll get to that. But what do you notice as far as people that just get stuck, whether it be through your coaching or, or through just managing staff and, and people? Um, first of all, does it happen often that people get stuck? Oh, for sure. <laughs> Daily. <laughs> Daily. Um, I think uh, Dr. Josh brought up a great, great thing. I think it's mindset pretty much all the time. Yep. I tell my kids, I tell employees, um, leave the day better than you found it, which yep. means like you see a problem, attack it with some positivity. Yep. And yep. usually something good is going to happen. Yeah. If it doesn't, it, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. We just, keep, we just keep moving. Yeah. And, um, I think if you, like you say, if you get stuck in thinking that I can't figure out this problem yeah. or I can't make this play or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and um, you probably won't figure out the problem. <laughs> no. You probably yeah, won't yeah. make the play. Yeah, yeah, your brain's not going to be looking for those answers. And we, in the mindset class, we talk about two foundational principles. Number one, this clinic was founded on the idea that there's a solution for every problem. I believe that in my heart. I believe in my brain. We may not have the answer, but I know one exists. It's impossible to have up without down. It's impossible to have a problem without a solution. Mm -hmm. So you have to know that it exists, number one. You have to believe it. Number two, when you get stuck, ask a better question. Mm -hmm. And then when you ask a question, what are you supposed to do? Listen for an answer. Listen. <laughs> stop talking, people. Yeah. Stop doing just to do. Yeah, stop doing just to do. Yeah, we call that the drift, where yeah. people start drifting through life mm -hmm. because they don't have answers, and so they just have the, the people around them creating the direction where you should go. Mm -hmm. And the majority of my life, I feel like I'm a, a fish swimming upstream against the current for a lot of things, and it served me well because... I learned how to become a problem solver. And I would say just working with uh, with you guys, uh, both Marquis and Josh are problem solvers. We don't look at problems and say, oh, we are so close. <laughs> right? Who does everyone go to in the clinic here? They don't go to me. The patients do. A lot of patients do. They go to you guys, right? Because you guys are the problem solvers. Because you can see that there's a problem and then you instantly your brain starts going into, okay, now how am I going to get this from point A to point B? And we start working on it. So here's a question for you. So for people that are stuck, I'm just going to ask, and this might be rare, but have you ever witnessed how people create their own problems? <laughs> question <Yes>. mark? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's often not on purpose, but sometimes. Yes. Yeah. On purpose, but yeah. I was thinking of an example when you were talking about um, both diet and supplements. We have a lot of people that come in. Um, that either from a sensitivity perspective, they don't, they don't eat a lot of foods or they, they think they can't tolerate supplements. And sometimes there is an aspect to that, but very often it's just because they didn't try again yes. <laughs> with a food or a supplement or something, um, or, or learn why their body is reacting in a certain way. And so they shut off, they had a bad experience with a few things and they said, well, every time I'm going to try to add something new. It's just not going to work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many times through through diet in particular yeah. where the person says, oh, well, I'm eating all these foods now again and I'm fine. It's like, yeah, it's because that wasn't really the problem to begin with. Yes. We just whittled things away until you were scared to do anything. Yeah, um, exactly. And I've had people who have uh, had intestinal inflammation. They gave up dairy and then um, that didn't resolve it. They got better a little bit. And then they started eating dairy again, got worse mm -hmm. a little bit, gave up wheat. That didn't do it, but they felt 
a little better. Yeah. And then when they gave up dairy and wheat, they felt great. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's like, okay, I know dairy's not the thing. I know wheat's not the thing. But when you do it together, then all of a sudden, uh, there's a big, big payoff. So, yeah. and and really, the the uh, message there is that a lot of times it is more complicated. Okay when it comes to kind of uh, observing, but it, it also is just very, very simple. Mm -hmm. When you get stuck, ask a better question and then listen, yeah. and you'll be shocked how solutions start to come to you uh, uh, from different sources. Yeah. And I, this is what I say. I tell people when you, when you get stuck, ask a better question, ask God, ask yourself, ask a trusted friend or someone who really knows you, someone who will lift you up, uh, or someone who's an expert, a really perceived expert, ask a better question and discern who you're asking, yeah. Yeah, right? Do not yeah. ask the uh, best friend who's 150 pounds overweight how to gain more muscle mass. <laughs> like I'm, if I'm talking that about muscle mass gain here, I'm talking to Marquis. No offense, Josh, That's but okay. yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you. Too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not about muscle mass, but I'll still talk to you. <laughs> yeah, we go to Josh for spreadsheets and stem cells and all the other... I've got a lot of brain muscle. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. So uh, it's really one of those scenarios where, and again, I'm going to go back to the mountain analogy. Everyone's on a journey. Sometimes you start climbing up that mountain and you slide backwards. Like, mm -hmm. like we go through seasons, mm -hmm. good and bad seasons. That's life. That's, that is exactly what we're meant to experience. And so as we go through these seasons, the path you took might be too aggressive and you, you backslid a little bit. So mm -hmm. then you have to take a shorter path. The thing is to keep moving. Yeah. So in the light of what you said, some people are going through the drift and they're just, they're, they're moving, but they're doing it without consciously being aware. And then some people are just staying still, not doing anything. They're stuck in the darkness of that valley. Yeah. So what we're talking about is taking a very conscious, slow approach to, to discern what's my next step, what's my next step. And then you start getting some momentum. And then all of a sudden, what you were struggling with six months ago is now part of your new habit. And you've created a, a, a little bit of a momentum. Yeah. I was like a stutter there. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the engine revving yeah. <laughs> to, to get up that mountain. Yeah. So, so that that's a big, big part. So when you get stuck, it's important to move, mm -hmm. but consciously with awareness of what's what's working for you and what's not, and are you getting in your own way? During the mindset class, I actually teach people how to recognize when they're getting in their own way. So don't know if we'll have time uh, here in the podcast, but just know, I'm gonna say it this way. You know you're getting in your own way when you hear an excuse come out of your mouth. Our definition of an excuse is a reason wrapped in the skin of a lie. People can't heal. They block a healing when they believe lies about themselves or the world around them, mm -hmm. and they buy into those lies. When you can undo a lie by taking 100% responsibility for your life and your choices, you, you just surpass all of those excuses that you're believing that are holding you down. Mm -hmm. yeah. Neurologically, we know there's an area of the brain called the basal ganglia. When it gets uh, caught up and gets hypermobile, our muscles actually get increased signaling and cause them to get tight, but they get shut down. So it literally causes you to, to have some stress and lack of motivation to get up off the couch, stuck. And these come from our thoughts. And so this is one of the ways when you can't see a, a path forward, then we tend to get stuck in that basal ganglionic uh, um, state of just suppression where we're inhibited. Sometimes all you need is to know that someone has an answer 
for the hope to occur that releases that next step to go up that mountain. And I've had patients say many times after just coming through an initial exam where we found a bunch of stuff and they say, so do you think I can get better? And I said, and I'll say um, usually along the lines of, well, I don't know if if we can get you better, but I'll work as hard uh, as anyone you've ever worked with. And we found a lot of stuff that has a high likelihood of you getting better. Mm -hmm. And just from them feeling the difference in the testing and seeing that we found something measurable, they're like, is it weird that I feel a little better already from my chronic condition? I'm like, no, that's called hope. Exactly. It's called hope. Hope is often the first step. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then the the even the, the next level past that, once people get past the mindset and the flesh part of what we're talking about, is an actual faith step. When you can have that same amount of faith without seeing evidence, then all of a sudden you're on next level. Mm-hmm. That's like that's that is the true mastery of placebo. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So really the the solution is often simple, but the process of it is very very challenging. Yeah. Complex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it can be slow and steady, mm-hmm. but there's an obedience and an awareness that has to occur. Mm-hmm. Because as as I've done this more in life, uh, and like I said, as I'm going kind of upstream, I just see how people are unconsciously almost hypnotized going in the other direction. Mm-hmm. And you want to scream out and saying, no, that's not right. That's not right. Follow me, follow me. And they just keep going. Uh, I'm doing my zombie voice there uh, <laughs> down there. And they follow, they get in the drift of life. And then occasionally a few people kind of follow you for a little bit and then they'll drift off again because it got too hard, too complex. Um, and then eventually all of a sudden there's like a nice school of you moving in one direction. And mm-hmm. it's, that's an awesome place to be. But, uh, but once you get there and once you know how to do it, it changes everything because there really isn't a problem or challenge that can come your way that, that starts to rattle you. And Tony Robbins said it best when he said, the most successful people in life become comfortable with the uncomfortableness of life. Mm-hmm. And when you're going against the stream or gradient and whatever it is, that can feel uncomfortable. There's, a, there's literally a grind coming up against you. So, so people who are stuck, a lot of times we just have to get them moving mm-hmm. and then discerning mm-hmm. and then having awareness and it's okay to go slow, but you can start to get momentum. So it starts with your own mind. It starts with being physical. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about how much just motion and movement can affect the brain as far as basal ganglia and, and how that can help yeah. from a mental state too? Say, yeah, and I was going to say too, uh, we should talk about the, the clearings that we do because that goes oh, into yeah. it a bit from a physical perspective. Yeah, um, The brain is meant to uh, meant to control movement. That's a huge part of the brain is, is both moving the body and sensing movement and sensing, you know, information from the outside world. When people are feeling poorly, they don't move and they don't get a lot of that input. And one of the best things that we can do is get a person to the place where they can do something of some physical activity. It's been shown that exercise, for instance, is more effective than an antidepressant medication for depression. And it's a lot cheaper and fewer side effects too. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. And so the movement itself, um, even chiropractic adjustments, you know, we're chiropractors. Yep. And so we've seen through that skill set that even just one adjustment in the right spot at the right time can make all the difference too. Yeah. I have people that uh, once they get adjusted can sleep, mm-hmm. and, which improves their mood, mm-hmm. which, which improves their schedule for working out, which then improves, once you're working out, improves their dietary choices. Yep. It's easier to say no when you're feeling good and you're in that momentum phase. Yeah. 
So it's kind of like climbing that mountain and you're like really going, going, going. And there's a Sherpa up there saying, would you like a Dorito? <laughs> and you're like, no, I'm good. Thanks. And you keep going. <laughs> That's two podcasts in a row. We've talked about Dorito. <laughs> yeah, Doritos. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hitting them hard here. But, but it's the first one we've talked about Sherpas. It is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're better than Doritos. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, um, when it comes to uh, just uh, motivation and uh, helping people get unstuck to um, maybe even from a sports perspective, is there anything that you guys have seen or done or worked with to get people kind of out of their own way to help them get unstuck? I mean, I think you kind of touched on it, but just having a team around you and good coach. Um, there are several players that, yeah, couldn't bring the team down, but with a lot of positivity around you, yeah. usually those guys get better or they go somewhere else. So in life, like if you have some bums around you, I mean, that might be a weird way to put it. <laughs> no. Get rid of them. Yeah. I mean, they keep you in that space. What are you, the average of the whatever? How average many, of the five or 10 five, people yeah, that yeah, you surround yeah, yourself yeah, exactly. with. Yeah. yeah so I only hang out with you guys. So I'm, I'm a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and super humble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like that uh, crab analogy too. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, but uh, you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket and as one starts to try and escape, the other crabs will pull it down back in. So that's the same uh, analogy. There are people in your life that will don't really want to see you succeed and they'll pull you back. And you can tell because they're the ones that are throwing out excuses mm -hmm. about their own life. So there's lies that they believe, but also they kind of have this fake admiration with you. They want you to be buds and stuff right now. But the second you start getting um, some level of success, they'll start saying some negative stuff about people with that level of success. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that that's a them problem, not a, not a you problem. It's important to number one, I believe in serving others. So it's important to lead by example, not listen to what they have to say, but, you know, give them an opportunity to learn like what you've learned and where you're going and, and help create a path for them. That's that's the beautiful thing, though. People have choice. You don't have to wait for them, but you show them the path up that mountain. It's mm -hmm. there. It's up to them to choose uh, to go up that path. And and Marquis, I don't know if you remember this, but you said this maybe I'm going to say seven years ago. It was a great quote, and it had to do. Yeah, Marquis like I don't remember this seven years <laughs> sure ago. Yeah, I say a lot of great <laughs> stuff, <laughs> but it was it was something along the lines of. And it was a story, and it might have been on, on ESPN, but it was about a guy who um, basically was given one opportunity in his life. Oh. Never graduated from high school, but he was given one opportunity, and he took a hold of that one opportunity he oh. got. He got a chance from one guy to learn something. Oh. And I think I think he came from the hood or something like oh. that. And oh. it was it was something, it was one of those stories. And and you said it's all about taking advantage of the opportunities you were given. Oh. And not everyone is given just one opportunity. Some people don't get any opportunities. Yeah. Some people are given a thousand opportunities and still don't take it. Yeah. I just had something recent happen where I, you guys know how busy I am, yeah. right? So I volunteered my time. It's this uh, kid that's struggling in life. And I said, I will teach you how to run your own business and how to, to help people. You just have to text me and ask. He's never texted me and asked. Uh -huh. And so he's, he's in his own head. I, and I said, I'd give him all the resources I have for him to be successful because mm -hmm. everything he was saying was excuse, excuse, excuse. Yep. Yeah. And I said, I got answers for you. So, and, and then, and I have the, yeah. I have the profession. I've got the stuff to back it up. Yeah. And um, he never, 
He hasn't followed up yet, but uh, that was two months ago. And to, yeah. to turn that down, I want people who are hearing this. If someone who you perceive is successful or even more successful at you at what you want to be good at, mm -hmm. and if it's life, then go for it. If they say, I'll help you, you reach out to them. And even if they don't say I help you, reach out to those people yeah. so that and ask them. You'll be shocked how many of them, very very successful people, are on board with helping because most of those people have a servant leader heart and they want to help, but they don't want to waste their time. Yeah. They want to help people who are invested. Mm -hmm. I will bust my butt for anyone who is busting their butt for themselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. When I was uh, still in chiropractic school, uh, I interned here. And I also interned at a at a well known place in Colorado, and I had other friends and stuff ask, "How did you how did you get into these places?" Yeah, I, said, I, I asked. asked. I yes. like, so literally all I did yes. is I emailed and said, "Hey, yes, yeah," and that was it. And yeah. so most people are just going to assume that nothing's good is going to happen. Yeah. So you asked a, a really good question. Hey, can I come? Yeah. <laughs> can I come into your clinic? It's very specific. Very specific. Yeah. So it's it's all about. Yeah, and that's another point. That's a that's asking for help yeah. too. You have to humble yourself, surrender who you are a little bit uh, at certain times of life. If you're in a low spot, not saying you're in a low spot coming out of chiropractic school, but because <laughs> that was good, way, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> but if you are in a dark place in life or you're stuck, ask a better question includes asking help. Ask mm -hmm. people who are where you want to be mm -hmm. and 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 get good at what they're good at. And so uh, you'll be shocked at how people will open up. Now, I'll also say this. Don't be surprised if they say, no, the timing's not right, or if yeah. they just say no. It doesn't mean no. It means no for now For when it comes to that type of stuff about making yourself better. Yeah. Ask, is it okay if I follow up down the road to see if anything changes? And a lot of times they'll say yes. That brings up something I've, I've been thinking about too. One of the other ways that people get stuck is they, they take life too personally, or they yes, take yeah. the negative things, but like that, like if, a, yeah. if you get a negative response, a lot of people will take that as a negative hit against them and their ego, yeah. right? And it's not. One thing that I talk to my patients about is trying to take all of those events as neutral. Yes. Yeah. Like you can't assume that everybody's out to get you, that everything's going to be negative, that you tried one thing and then you're the failure because it didn't work out. Yep. Things happen, good and bad, mm -hmm. and to approach them neutrally and just move forward Oops. is the key. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It's our perception or how we color that event that mm -hmm. matters. Yeah. And you know, I wrote that in my book 23 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> neutral events. That. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but that's right. exactly right. <laughs> I couldn't read that. I, I actually, I, yeah. I was just bored. <laughs> So moving on, <laughs> we all know I'm old. <laughs> so uh, when it comes to like um, the exact same scenario, re fear of rejection is something that is comes because we're rejected at a young age. And it starts as simple and as innocent as asking for a sucker when you're three years old and the parent that you love says no. Mm -hmm. That's when that stuff starts. And we have to be, we have to be okay with that. So in the journey of going up this mountain uh, and, and climbing that mountain, there are times when you're going to be going against a wind just because it's windy or th there might be some um, uh, pressure coming against you. You don't stop going up that mountain. Mm -hmm. So you want to keep, keep climbing um, and keep going against the wind. So no is just a no. It's a neutral event 
and it's it's kind of like you move on to the next next uh, person, next uh, next idea, next question. And again, getting stuck and asking a better question, there may be many many questions, and so there's a lot that can uh, um, come at you, especially when you actually start getting into a good rhythm and a good role. Yeah. The amounts of of things that come at successful people are insane but it it just makes you better every time it, it's really bizarre i don't know how to explain it but every time you think you've kind of hit a capacity with what you can tolerate and handle and move through you get a little bit more <laughs> that makes me think of having kids yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> my wife and i talk about that remember when we didn't have kids and we felt like we were so busy <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. What did we do? Yeah. I should have been way more productive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, but just know that everyone is equipped for that. We all are. Mm -hmm. So um, it is something that can help you get unstuck. Uh, just just uh, knowing, taking that one step. And it can be really slow. But uh, the rejection thing, Here, I'm going to say it this way. We talked about one of the keys to identify if there's a problem is for people who are using excuses. Mm -hmm. People will use a rejection as an excuse. It's one of the most common reasons that you actually use an excuse. So the rejection's not the thing. Yeah. It's the excuse that's wrapped around the skin of a lie. It means there's a lie you actually believe. I'm not good enough. I knew he wouldn't want me to be, to be part of this group. Uh, I knew this wasn't gonna work out. Yeah. Whatever it is, it, that's the lie that you believe. Mm -hmm instead of the, the rejection part of it. We just use the rejection yeah. to basically validate the lie that we're believing about ourselves. Yeah, so look inward. I mean, it's, it's easy to yeah. ignore those lies and think that they don't exist, but yep. those lies can stick with, with you for your whole life and keep you down. And one of the things you mentioned earlier is here at the clinic, we do clearing. So we, yeah, yeah. we do uh, emotional clearings to identify the lies that you believe and then reset them so that your brain doesn't have a reflexive response to it. Yep. And so it doesn't um, change everything about the emotions. There's still work that you have to do to, to build into a habit and things like that. But it's almost like taking the brakes off of uh, the car and you can just be working on pressing the gas now to get up that mountain, if you will. So it, it's really, really a good way to kind of to kind of move people through, and it's one of the things that we work on when it comes to getting people unstuck. Yeah. Uh, but we do the mindset class too, and I cannot tell you. Uh, we we're just talking about the the one that we shot uh, last night, and um, I, I shouldn't say shot. We, it was a uh, it was live. It wasn't recorded, just sure. so people don't uh, send in here. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, uh, three quarters of the room were tearing up because they recognized, oh my gosh, that's me. I'm buying into these lies by by giving these excuses. And so it, it is always eye-opening. And then just having the knowledge is one thing, but you must apply the knowledge. Mm -hmm. And that's where it takes some time and effort. And uh, once you start getting good at that, watch out, man. You never know what you're going to be capable of. Mm -hmm. I wrestled with years whether or not I just keep my nice little cozy one-room shop going because I'll be honest, I made more money back then <laughs> and I only worked two and a half days a week. Yeah. It was a pretty nice life. Yeah. And so, but I wrestled with that and now um, what's... Now, now what, you're doing a podcast. Now I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> Dreams come true. <laughs> yeah. Now we've got like 18 or 
yeah. more uh, people working and mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, our next podcast, we'll be talking a little bit about the more exciting uh, yeah. vision of Synapse and yes. stuff and developments that are happening. So uh, maybe we'll leave it on that note as far as the clearings. If you get stuck, ask a better question and just know that there's an answer to every single problem that exists. And with that, God bless and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Synapse Nips podcast. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast and share the podcast. To learn more, check out our website at www.officialsynapse.com. Until next time, this has been Synapse Nips podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only and should under no circumstances be considered medical advice or a substitute for medical care. Any information given in this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease and is at the user's own risk. Please first consult a licensed healthcare professional.